Welcome back from the bye week. This is Behind Enemy Lines Week 10. Uh, you got your boy A.D. here flying solo today, holding it down for the Bird Bros and the Falcons uh, family. So we're going to dive right into it. Uh, I'm refreshed. Are you refreshed? We're back off the bye week, like I said. So hopefully, uh, you know, second half of the seasons, I know half of the season, I know the guys covered a lot of that topic earlier in the week on the primary show. But, uh, you know, I'll take a couple minutes to talk about how I'm feeling, where, where are we going, what are we trying to do, what are we trying to get accomplished. And, you know, everything coming out of Flowery Branch this week has been, you know, ultimately positive, but that's what you, you know, even just, you know, halfway into the first season from Coach Dan Quinn, that's kind of what you expect to hear out of there. They're saying the right things, but are we going to see the right things on Sunday, um, you know, against this Indianapolis Colts team? I don't know. I'll be honest. I'm not sure. You know, uh, so uh, – what do we want to see? What do we want to see? What do we want to see these guys accomplish? And I think, you know, everybody is clamoring for a little bit more up-tempo uh, from the offense. You know, defensively, you know, in my estimation, they haven't played bad. You know, if you look at what they've given up the last two games, uh, not, you know, it wasn't a, too many points for the offense to overcome. The offense is clearly just not playing that well. I mean, we all know that, so I'm not going to rehash a whole lot of that. But, you know, hopefully coming out of the bye week, uh, get some of the guys that have been a little bit banked up uh, healthy and, you know, go and get a win, man. We got to get this thing back going. Uh, we all know how strong Carolina is despite Cam Newton's dancing. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, Jameis is playing well down there. And then, of course, always turmoil with the Aints. But, uh, you know, they fired the defensive coordinator uh, earlier this week. But, you know, clearly – uh, they've got one up on us. So we need to get this thing going in the right direction. Hopefully we see that on Sunday. So, you know, we're going to dive right in and talk a little bit about the Colts. Uh, you know, first off, what scares me is, you know, Hasselbeck. And you say, well, Hasselbeck, that scares you. Well, clearly this year, you know, when you talk about, you know, Zach Menberger taking us um, pretty close down there, taking us to the edge and almost not coming out of Nashville with a victory. Um, and then, of course, uh but, you know, the last game where we had uh, the Blaine Gabbard experience and, you know, Blaine Gabbard converting that big uh, conversion uh, to basically end the game on us. Not doing a whole lot, but that, you know, we just didn't seem overly prepared um, going into the game and then the course for that type of play uh, coming out of it. So, uh, you know, Matt Hasselbeck scares me. Probably scares me a little bit more than Andrew Luck. And if you had asked me at the start of the season, would that have been the case going into this game? I probably would have looked at you like you were crazy, but – it is what it is. So, you know, let's start. Uh, we're already talking about offense. So let's talk a little bit about the Indianapolis Colts offense. Uh, you know, again, everybody knows that uh, Andrew Luck is going to be out for several weeks. He's going to miss this game. You know, if you start to look at what they've got on that side of the ball, of course, they brought over Andre Johnson and uh, Frank Gore this year. Uh, you know, Falcons defense, pretty much middle of the road, 14, 15th overall, uh, so to speak. But, you know, what what we do know is that from a run defense standpoint, Falcons are pretty proficient, playing fairly well in that regard. So am I concerned about Frank Gore? Not necessarily. Um, he, he's obviously a big-time player. He can get in there and do some things. But I got to think that, you know, going into it, not overly concerned. The Falcons, that they've shown nothing else, they've shown the ability to stop the run throughout the course of the season. My concern is going to be the passing game. You know, they don't necessarily have a superstar um, in the passing game, you know, T.Y. Hilton is obviously a very good player. He's a level where you talk about a Des Bryant um, or, uh, of course, Julio Jones, number 11 for the Falcons. But when you start looking at them as a collective, you talk about Hilton, you talk about Dorsey, uh, Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener at tight end, and then you got Moncrief and Andre Johnson on the other, you know, on the outside there. 
that type of alignment is what worries me more than playing a team that has one guy that's really strong. Because now, Hasselback, even though he's 40 years old, he gets back there, he starts moving around, he's a little bit shifty. Um, and he starts to find those, you know, second and third, fourth guys um, who may be a little bit better than the second and third or fourth guys from the Falcons. So that is what, you know, going into his ball game is going to concern me the most on that side of the ball. You know, it's not going to be necessarily Hilton. Um, you know, if you think we've got 21 on him or somewhere in that general vicinity, uh, True is going to do his job. However, again, you start talking about Andre Johnson, Amon Creed, for Dwayne Allen, and Coney Fleener. Those guys start spreading the ball around, and I think that's where you start to run into some concerns um, on the offensive side of the ball, playing against the Falcons defense. You know, if you flip it over to their base defense, uh, you know, they've got some injuries. Um, they're not particularly a very good team on defense. You know, statistically, um, they're towards the bottom, 22s and 28s, whether you're looking at pass defense, defense, and then overall. Um, again, not defense, but our offense has been very stout on the other side of the ball. Uh, you know, their key player, you know, they're probably their best players, of course, Monte Davis. So, you know, he's going to be matched up on uh, Julio. And then Dequel Jackson, their inside linebacker, probably – close to the top, if not leading the league in tackles. Uh, but he's been banged up, and then their strong safety, Mike uh, Adams, um, also banged up again today, today being Thursday, um, which is, you know, they're getting pretty close to um, having to make a decision on those guys. If they're not playing or, excuse me, practicing on a Thursday, you know, they don't have much more time to really see if those guys are going to be ready. You know, you look across the rest of their defense, you know, you talk about Arthur Jones who came over um, in free agency from the uh, – from the Baltimore Ravens, been banged up a lot, especially this year. Uh, Eric Walden, that outside linebacker, Robert Mathis, who we all know can get after the quarterback and can pose some problems on our side. Uh, outside of that, not a lot of big names. Um, you know, they're not, again, a terribly style defense statistically. Um, but, again, we've got to get our offense on track to even, um, you know, uh, make a um, – to make a um, impact there. So, you know, that's your offense, that's your defense, special teams, you know, actually, you know, Falcons special team the last couple of weeks has actually been playing well. Um, we sat, me and Rome were out watching the 49ers game. And, you know, I talked that about number 14, Eric Williams, but, you know, he was out there making plays. Unfortunately, they didn't win the game, but, you know, he definitely um, contributed and got some good field position going for the offense. But again, just couldn't get it clicking from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know, special teams, you know, you look at their side of the ball, uh, you know, McAfee, uh, talented punter. Um, and then, of course, Adam Vinatieri, who, you know, has been around the league, you know, way longer than any of us can remember. And, of course, uh, played so well up there in New England and then came, to, came over to the Colts and has been um, beyond solid throughout the course of his career. So hopefully it doesn't come down to a field goal game. Um, hopefully it doesn't come down to much of a possession, you know, a field possession game because they on that side of the ball, they definitely got some weapons. So I think one of the keys to the game from my particular point of view, I think, you know, defensively, as I always say every week, they've got to, you know, from the Falcons standpoint, they've got to go out and stop the run and then get pressure on the quarterback. Stopping the run hadn't been an issue. Getting pressure on the quarterback definitely been an issue. Uh, they're going to move Vic Beasley, number 44, around a little bit this week uh, to get him on the left side of the ball, I believe, um, you know, mixed up over there with Babineau on that side and then switching Schofield over in certain packages so he's on the side with Adrian Claiborne. Hopefully that generates some, some movement and get these guys back there. Um, you know, we're all waiting for that breakout game from Beasley. So, you know, maybe we see it this week, put some early pressure on um, Hasselback and hopefully, you know, get some turnovers going. It's one thing we've been liking the last couple of weeks. Offensively, 
you know, I think everybody's talking about it. You know, it's getting to the point now where it's pretty undeniable. You know, for whatever reason, they haven't been able to really, you know, get Roddy the ball. Uh, you know, I was looking at a stat today. Julio has as many targets as Tammy Hankerson and Roddy combined. So you're talking like uh, 120 some odd targets for Julio alone. And then it takes, you know, three, almost four guys um, with the rest of the core there to even get to that number. So I don't personally have a problem with feeding the ball to Julio, but, you know, it's coming undeniable that um, there are certain plays and packages that they're running where Roddy um, will have opportunity to make plays and they're just not giving them the football. So, uh, you know, Shanahan doesn't seem to want to hear the noise as far as running up tempo or what's going on with Roddy. So I don't have any inclination that he's going to feed the ball to Roddy by any means. I don't think they're going to call anything different than they have. I think it comes down to number two, uh, you know, just going out there and, you know, spreading the ball around beyond Julio and Tammy. Uh, so, you know, Hankerson being back, hopefully that gives them another option, but we definitely got to get the ball in some other people's hands. And, you know, releasing some pressure on number 11. So um, that's what I'm looking to see from the offensive side of the ball. So, you know, I don't do game predictions necessarily on this on, on uh, behind enemy lines. I like to look at Vegas lines and dabble a little bit there. So, you know, we'll, you know, if, you, if you've been following me and you've been picking uh, based on my, uh, what my advice, you know, the last couple of weeks, I think I'm 75%, three out of four. I think I hit the, um, the over under twice and then one, one uh, uh, score differential points um, as far as victory, win or lose. Um, so this week, you know, most of the Vegas lines have it sitting at Falcons minus six for those, again, who, who don't necessarily pay attention to this. Uh, in order to win, Falcons need to win by seven or more um, with the minus six. And then um, the over-under is sitting somewhere between 46 and 47. So, uh, you know, probably will surprise some people. This week I'm going to take the Falcons um, with the minus six. I think they're going to go out there and actually win by 10 or more, uh, being at home, coming off the bye week. Um, I think they're going to have a little extra energy back at home um, with the uh, playing the Colts in the Georgetown. Probably need some some good home cooking. Being at home always helps. So I, I've got the Falcons, uh, you know, uh, covering that six and that, that six line. Um, again, it's flowing somewhere in Vegas between. Uh, I've seen lows of four, highs of six. I've seen a five and a half somewhere. But I'm going to take the Falcons on that one. And then if you're going over under, again, that's somewhere between 46 and 47 and a half. I actually think one way or the other they're going to get to the over. So, you know, that, that needing to be uh, 48, 24 points, somewhere between both teams. Um, I think we'll see that as well. Probably going to be somewhere uh, closer to a 31, um, 21 or somewhere in that line. But I think they hit over 50 just based off of what uh, – if you kind of look at some of the stats and things going into it. So that's what I got. So if you're going to, uh, you know, drop a little money down or make a wager, you know, I would t- tell you take Atlanta. Uh, minus six, and then, of course, we're going to go over on the um, 47. So that's what we got. I think I'm shooting 75% this year, um, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, win money. If you live in the state of Vegas and it's legal, you know, uh, indulge, have a good time with it. So, all right, guys, that's uh, behind enemy lines for week 10. You know, um, I think we all want to go out there and see a victory. So if you're going out to the game at the Georgia Dome, enjoy yourself. If you're sitting at home, Hopefully we're not too frustrated pacing our living rooms and you know for this week. So I feel good about this one. You feel good. I hope you feel good. If you feel good about it, hit us up at Burbras um, dot WordPress 
talk to us about it. Let us know what's going on. We uh, love to hear your feedback. We love to hear your comments. Give us some some content to talk about. Let us know what we, we're not covering that you want to hear. So uh, shout out to all the guys, Cadis, Trent, Rome, uh, AB, everybody out there. And, uh, you know, let's uh, when I when we come back next week and we come back and we talk about it, you know, hopefully we'll be talking about a Falcons victory and then on to the next game. All right, guys, week 11, uh, week 11 coming up next week. A lot of shows on uh, on deck on that one. This is Bird Bros uh, behind enemy lines. Week 10. See you soon.